my dudes. <laughs> Top of the dude chain, episode 44. What is up? Dude. You're loving think, my intros, right? I think at 100, we need to quit saying what episode it is. <laughs> I, I mean, it's cool, but I think at 100, I think yeah. we stop. Because oh, if we've done it that long, it's two years. Oh, I, I think that Jeff just needs to keep yelling dude as loud as he can <laughs> to enter us into each episode. <laughs> anyway, let's take a moment Yeah, to reflect on the man that was Burt Reynolds. Oh, such a sad day. Aretha Franklin and Burt Reynolds in the same month. It's rough. Or in a month span. I mean, we're here at the beginning of September, but... Not a big fan of Burt Reynolds, though. <laughs> what a jerk. The man. moment has passed. Yeah, that's, a, that's a very non-dude a, thing to say. More of a Tom Selleck guy. Burt Reynolds, I mean, he was good. Longest Yard and Smokey and the Bandit. And, so you don't uh, know your Burt Reynolds. That's the problem. There, you, that, that's, that's a good possibility. Yeah. But when it comes to mustaches, so, I'm a Tom so you're, Selleck you're guy. pretty much just basing it on the mustache. Yeah. Name a, name a Tom Selleck movie that you just absolutely love. I don't. Okay. So based on, I said based on the mustaches. Have you even watched Magnum P.I.? Yeah. Because it's no. just okay. Oh, it's spectacular. Yeah. What about Quigley Down Under? All right. Quigley no. Down Under was good. Blue Bloods. Right, but <laughs> Deliverance, I mean, I get it. But I'm just saying. No, that's Burt Reynolds. I know it's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and I can Where name you, you a bunch of I'm saying strictly based on the mustaches. The mustaches. The moustache. Well, I mean, if you're Tom doing Selleck. that, then Cheech Marin. Nope, Tom Nobody Selleck. has a better mustache Wrong. than Cheech Marin. It, Tom Sam Elliott. Yeah, have I was the about to say, one. Sam Elliott's my uh, Who's that? Is that, the, is that the like old country sheriff-looking dude? Tall, white He's the guy, guy with the baddest mustache. He's the one that taught Patrick Swayze how to rip throats out in Roadhouse. That's What's who his Sam name? Elliott is. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott if you don't know who Sam Elliott is, we may have to fill your spot with somebody else <laughs> from now on. Because that's ridiculous. But no, Burt Reynolds. Let me tell you a little bit about yeah, Burton no, Leon Elliott, Reynolds. That's who I was talking about, the yeah. white-haired guy who always plays the sheriff. Yeah, he's or, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's I, I give you that. I give you that. But he, uh, Burt Reynolds, man, let me, let me throw some things at you. Have okay. you ever watched Boogie Nights? Burt Reynolds is fantastic in Boogie Nights. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. What he's else? He's good as, what was he, Boss Hog? In the... In, uh, Man, do you watch movies with my wife? <laughs> you bring up the worst. Good Lord. But was he Boss Hog? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, do you want to go through his bad movies or his good movies? Longest man? Yard yeah. was good. Yeah. Longest Yard was good. Yeah. Um, it was great. Smokey and the Bandit. You got to throw that one out there. Yeah. It's good. You really don't know much about Burt Reynolds, no. do you? Look, I, I know those movies, man. Yeah. He's just. But I think the lore of Burt Reynolds was the mustache. I think the greatest thing about Burt I think Reynolds, it was his cockiness and stuff. Yeah, maybe. The best thing about Burt Reynolds is Norm Macdonald's impression. Oh, of yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, funny. That's funny that's name. The... <laughs> funny name. It's, it's bigger than a regular hat. Is that the Jeopardy one? <laughs> yeah. 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 SNL. Good stuff. Anyway. Now, now Burt Reynolds did make a bunch of really goofy comedies while they were mixed in there, too. I mean, and he made a lot of... He made a lot of movies, action movies that I I haven't really watched. I think Gator or something like that is one. And so there's a bunch I haven't seen, but no, Burt Reynolds is good. He's real Fine. good. He's not a fan, man. Cop and a Half. Seen Cop and a Half? That's uh, a great movie. Get out of here. No, <laughs> have not. What comes after L? Bo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Took y'all way back. That kid's probably 30 now. <laughs> uh, 
Well. Anyway, what'd you do this weekend, Corey? Oh man, that sounds like a setup. It is a setup. I uh, I, I milsimed. I played airsoft. Do you know what milsim is? <laughs> um, Military simulation. Mm-hmm. Boom! You nailed it. Figured sir. it you out. Know, I'm but smart. You know I'm what stuff. it actually is? What's that? Entails. What? Um. Let's hear your. What's the word? No, no, no. Let's hear your definition, Josh. Have you heard of LARPing? Oh, so it's LARPing, but instead of foam. Guns. Yeah, but instead it's, of uh, knights and, and armor, it's more current with uh, airsoft guns and know, BB pellets, plastic BBs. Do you gear up completely, man? Do you mm-hmm. are you in full garb, like one hundred percent? Do you yeah. look like you're 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 Mister Tactical when you're out there? Uh, we I have been been to an event where you have a helicopter. Yeah. You can shoot from a helicopter. That's actually so. Here's cool. the thing. No, that's I'm saying it's it's, it's, it's larping. This is this is all out, man. This all right, is well, no, no, no. So here's here's this is the larping posi- for dudes with here's jobs. Here's the positive nature. <laughs> Dude, you know, from outside no, no, looking at no, well, I'll give you an unbiased. All right, let's go. A lot of guys like it because it puts them in that when they get out of the military, it puts them in that military setting uh-huh. to kind of cope with the camarade like missing out of the camaraderie and that kind of stuff you know yeah what I mean? yeah kind of no, gives them a is that is He's, that is that on that, okay. that, that is part of it yeah, absolutely. deals all with right. it helps i mean if you want to i mean I, I don't know how all the military people some it's that the old PTSD, familiar huh? the ptsd yes. stuff it okay. kind of gives them a way to cope with that yeah you know cool. what i mean so i mean there's positives to it and it is a step above Corey's. uh <laughs> idea of buying nerf guns and doing a hunger games dude tournament no a hunger games Wait. tournament would have been awesome with nerf guns. <laughs> how old were you when you had this idea uh what was last year <laughs> it was it was it, oh. it was it was oh. i'll just say this i have been on facebook yeah since they it comes up on my uh Oh, timeline every now and then. Yeah. So when it does, I'll share it again but okay uh, well, it may not be a terrible idea i don't know could be fun no so it's like millennials, you know, they like to play kickball and stuff like yeah. that. No, <laughs> no, it's good though. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's not, it's not, it's not. It doesn't have no. the nerd factor that LARPing does yeah. to a degree. It's really weird. the The demographic that comes out for it is really strange because it's like fifty fifty almost. Yeah. Like on on one side you have like ultra nerds, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and then you have some people that are like in the middle ground where they're just like normal people that like stuff like paintball yeah mm-hmm. and then uh on the on the far right you have your veterans that come out and just it's that like you said it's that old familiar and, yeah. they, and that's why they really enjoy it because it's the the whole unit tactics and the camaraderie and stuff like okay. that but uh here i got I, I got some pictures for you guys well, and the question i have is airsoft if i'm not mistaken that that name's not very fair because it's it's not soft and they no, they it, blast you right things. oh yeah people yeah, get welted gotta, up pretty good yeah, yeah. But uh, th- this is what it. This is what you. Here look we like. go. There you, go. You, you want yeah. some entertainment? Are y'all in Fallujah there? Where Where are we so at here? Check this out. This is at a place in uh, Playas, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Uh, it's actually an FBI owned training center. I think oh. the FBI owns it, or maybe it's the University of New Mexico. But anyway, same thing. There's a like that bu- <laughs> that building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that building right there Deep behind state, us. Regardless. <laughs> yeah. So that building right uh, back there behind us, there's 120 of those out there. It's a decommissioned oh, wow. mining town. Oh. And in the middle of it on both sides, they built Afghan villages, like mocked up villages. Really? Yeah. Like we actually shot some videos and some other stuff out there, but it was, it's a really cool place to go, but it's, it's literally 12 hours out into the desert. Oh yeah. Like you're, you're like 30 miles from the border. Remember that, remember that movie role models? Yeah. With, uh. No, dude, I'm not out there throwing fireballs. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know. That's the spell of insane, have, uncontrollable madness. <laughs> you know, yeah. they have the castle and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. 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 So it's a little more sophisticated I've seen than LARPing, a bunch of. Man. 
I showed up in Tahlequah one time to visit some buddies, and they weren't back from Tulsa yet. And I was kind of walking through town, and the park there they have in Tahlequah, there was something going on. So I stopped and started watching, and I finally called my buddy. I said, dude, you're going to grab some nunchucks and show up. There's something going on down here. And so he showed up, and there's a bunch of kids out there just wailing on each other yeah. with foam swords so no, it's, I mean, it's a little more sophisticated than let's meet at the park and hit each other with with swords yeah and yeah. dress up in the leather no and, this looks real sophisticated no, they look like they're in right the war. well and, and that guy next to me he, he flew in from canada he's one of my good friends and y'all traveled like crazy to go to this place well, didn't you that's why this event's the best one is because like it takes commitment to get out there yeah like you're probably spending about 500 dollars in travel and the ticket yeah, to play is about 200 just the yeah. gun man but it's a but it's a big that does it, not look like a a not real gun. But that's a big right. league tournament. Yeah. That's like going to Vegas for yeah, a yeah, poker yeah. tournament. This isn't this isn't like you know you're, I mean? you're 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 playing on the weekend with kids. This yeah, is like you plan it yeah. all yeah. year so long. The way this uh company runs it, you have two different sides, right? They have two made up factions. You have the United Federation of States and the Coalition of Sovereign Territories. Actually this one was the See that, it's I'm getting a little LARPy. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so, trying so. to say it's not a nerd herd, <laughs> well, but then I mean, he goes they, around. No, no, listen, you could do it you could just say, All right, red team, blue team, but they like to give people a storyline. That that's where well, the nerdiness comes in. And and they, they assign you roles and you're assigned to platoons and stuff like that and you actually have like combo, like real world combo, you're talking to each other yeah. and controlling where everybody goes. Like you have commanders and stuff like that. So yeah. So there is role playing involved, yeah. but, uh, but on, on the very basic level, when you're out there by yourself, I mean, you're essentially playing paintball with military tactics. Yeah. Cause those that like that rifle right there that I have is extremely accurate. Wow. And I mean, it, all the gear. It looks bad. That's well, awesome. <laughs> so uh, like my buddy with all the gear that he has on there, he probably is rocking like two grand worth of gear Oh, goodness. easily, easily. And I'm on my end. I'm probably up to like 1500. Oh, wow. Like it's expensive. You're stuff. You're just the helmet away, huh? Yeah. And, the, and then I got, I got one more for you. Like there's a picture of uh, me and my buddy from Texas before we go mm. out. Y'all look like y'all are cuddling there, dude. <laughs> we, we, we did. We shared a bed for the weekend. <laughs> that, you got to do what you got to do, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Probably had to share a tin shack in Afghanistan at some point too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you got a tactical ladder back there and a sniper rifle because we were a sniper team. That was, okay. our, that was our job. So we got up on a roof the whole weekend, and we just uh, we destroyed people. Now, yeah. I've got a question, though. So you said most of you guys are military trained and everything. You, yeah. you know, you go for this. Do you get these, you know, just tactical guys who just love tactical, and they don't have any military training, but, boy, they think because they read Soldier of Fortune. And Absolutely. All, and y'all go out there and 100%. just wax oh, them. Y'all just destroy those no. guys? You want, Absolutely. You want, you want some entertaining YouTube video? Yeah. Put Type in something He's along the line of, of Angry Mill Sim or something uh, like that. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard anyone say, call your hits so many times yeah. in one so, video. So the biggest issue in Airsoft is – integrity that's yeah because it doesn't mark there was a yeah. there was a company just that, straight lie well there's a company that tried to make a bb that was kind of chalky and it would mark when you got hit well the problem with that is it's a gear driven system like it's electronic and it power it's powered by a piston and if it breaks in there then that chalk just gets all up yeah. in the gears and the oils and stuff and you're done so yeah. they got rid of those so you have to call your hits and so like calling your hits is like a big thing and it means you 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 get hit you honor system say you, i'm yeah hit. You, you raise you, your hand. you raise your hand and then you pull out like a red bandana and that's how you they hey, but dead. the funny thing is is like you'll see someone call their hit and a dude will pelt them anyway just shoot their <laughs> hand uh, yeah and you you'll get, have the dude dude i called my hit <laughs> sorry man didn't hear it yeah. and you get like all his bros around. yeah it's well, funny man people youtube get, angry mill sim people uh, get overshot all the time i've gotten angry a few times because yeah. people are just 
people are always going to be dumb. Yeah. Like, you're going to run into one stupid person at every yeah. event. But, oh. like, this last one we went to was actually really, really good. We didn't have that no, issue. That, but, but like I said, people paid almost $1,000 to probably go yeah, out Yeah, that looked real legit. Um, you know, the wife, difference... I'll say the difference say between... What did your about it yesterday? Oh, no. What, I don't, What'd she call it? I don't, I don't know. A step above civil war. We're yeah, reenactment. Yeah, we're oh, yeah, civil, civil war, war reenactment. Yeah. yeah, she went to one event. She went to one event with me, and uh, by this point, I, I kind of had was a... Rep- she, was she... We're, like... Was it one of those situations where, like, <gasps> wait, like they all got inspiration I, that, like, you can find girlfriends and so eventually I'm get I'm not going to lie. My cells were at their best. <laughs> a lot of people visited. A lot of people, visited, a lot of people were visiting the T-shirt booth well, when Shana was out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I bet. Well, uh, okay. So, I don't want to talk too much trash on it because I think the biggest difference between the guys that do LARP and the guys that do this or the guys that do this could probably in real life hunt you down and kill you. <laughs> so, you know, well, okay. the larvers typically aren't aren't deadly here's lethal the, men. All right, here's the thing, and this is what I will say. I'm I'm knocking it just to yeah. for entertainment purposes more than anything. Yeah, I will say this: if it comes down to like a uh, a Wolverine situation, Red Dawn situation, <laughs> yeah, or if it a, does, if or it does. a a we have to take over the government. Yeah, and I know you're planning for that day. I'm finding these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are the guys that I'm like, suit me up yeah. and, and tell me what to do type thing. Here, here's what we had growing up. Uh, obviously, we didn't have airsoft. Uh, had had BB guns. Did y'all ever have the BB gun fights when you were a kid? Can I tell you a story about a BB fight? BB yeah, gun? go ahead. I- Dude, I'm at my buddy's house with BB guns, right? Yeah. His neighbor. All I know is the girl's name was Amber because I went to school with her. Yeah. But he had show cows for uh, oh. 4-H. Yeah. And his mom told us, do not shoot their cows with the BB gun. Because she'd had that problem before. Somebody done that. It's too tempting. Yeah, they don't want them to to, to ding, you know, to nick them or whatever. Because apparently they can't. Anyway. There's a lot of money invested in those things, man. It's all about show and looking perfect. I'm stupid. I'm aiming at this post that the cows are directly behind. I shoot, they're eating, they're just minding their own business. I shoot, and I can see through the scope that BB go, and it hits a cow in the butt, stings it to the point where it kicks, and kicks another cow in the face. And and I'm like, (laughs) like I'm 12 years old, I take the BB gun, sit on the shed, and just walk inside. So... My experience with a BB gun war was it never happened to me, luckily. That's my post today. (laughs) Luckily, it never happened to me, but my poor cousin, he had an older brother, and his older brother would make them run just just inside the trees off the road by their house, make them run back and forth, and he would ride his three-wheeler up and down the road shooting at them with his BB gun, and he wouldn't let them go deep enough in the woods that they could hide from him, and they had to come out from behind trees and keep running why? Yeah. Well, like, they why? were they were little kids and couldn't do anything about it because you know he was, he was way big. He was probably Dude, six man. years older than them. Sounds like your buddy's a jerk. <laughs> it was a cousin. It was a cousin. Uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> getting, he's getting you back and he's for doing pooping it, in and the he's, airplane. And, and he's doing is. it to his little brother. So I guess that's kind of how it happened. But yeah, yeah, they used to they used to tell stories about him riding up and down the road on the three wheeler, shooting down with a BB gun. That's pretty good. So, hey man, a lot of controversy this week. Yeah, it's a controversial world we live in, Josh. Yeah. Y'all want to get political? Let's get political. Care. Whatever, man. Did y'all hear about Max Kessler? And this this all kind of sums into the to a root problem. Yeah. You hear about Max Kessler and, and 
Tiger Woods. I have not heard about the they asked, they asked Tiger Woods about our president. Yeah. Right. And I think a big reason they asked him is because he he's golfed with he golfed with Trump before he was even considering presidency. Yeah. And apparently he's done it a few times afterwards after he's he's made it to the White House. So anyway, they ask him about it. Tiger goes, look, man, and he basically kind of just, I don't want to call it a neutral answer, but I don't think it was the answer they well, expected. Well, Tiger's not really trying to be controversial anymore. He, right. he's, got, so, he's trying to get that in his past. Essentially, all he said was, is he's the president of the United States, and we should respect the office. You may not agree with the guy personally. You may not agree with him politically. Mm-hmm. But because he holds that office elected by the people, you should respect it. Yeah. Which, first off. That's honestly a given, though. We really should. I, 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 I agree. And it's a fine. It's fine. It's, a, it's an answer that he wanted to give to a question that he really shouldn't be answering if he doesn't want to answer it. Yeah. You know but you mean? can also disagree because it's United States of America, and we can try to impeach one of those guys if we don't right. like them too. Right, but, so. is, is, but the bottom line is Kessler went off on him. Oh, really? You he know, has an opinion. It's so. a cop-out, blah, blah, blah. Either now, does Kessler, say, did he say which side of the ball he was on? Does he hate Trump, oh, love yeah. Trump? Yeah, he he's, Trump? He, oh, yeah, he doesn't like Trump. Anti-Trump. And, and what he wanted, I felt listening to what he said, he wanted him to say that he liked Trump so he could rant, land blast that. But he didn't, so he land blasted the guy saying that he wasn't responsible or it was a dishonest Isn't Kessler, isn't he one of those guys that just yells for for No, attention? Kessler, I actually like Kessler. Kessler's the big boxing guy. Is he? So any type of big fight is going to have Who's the Kessler. guy I'm thinking, the one that, that does with Stephen A. Smith? That's a oh. Max guy. Yeah, that's not Kessler. That's, okay, uh, then I'm, I'm confused on my guys then. I apologize. Uh, I know who you're talking about. The cowboy, he loves the Cowboys and right. hates Aaron Rodgers. Um, those are two things that should keep you out of the sports casting yeah. business. <laughs> anyway, no, Kessler's actually a pretty legitimate. Okay, from he, a sports standpoint, calls, I love Kessler. Okay, probably one of my favorites, but behind uh, Scott Van Pelt. Yeah, you know, but I have an issue, and the only issue I have with Kessler, I don't even care that he doesn't like the president. Like, if he wants to lean that way, that's fine. My issue is, is Tiger gave his opinion. And yeah. Kessler basically said your opinion's wrong because yeah. it doesn't agree with his opinion. You're not allowed to do that, man. It's Your job is to report, you know? Well, I mean, give your opinion. Well, yeah, but to but tell someone they're wrong uh, based on their opinion yeah. is malarkey. Well, and, and, you know, like there's a right or wrong answer with opinions. Opinions are opinions. There's not a right or wrong answer. Right. Now, there's unpopular and popular Right. But you can't. But Tiger like, Woods is entitled to his opinion. Yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't agree with. Especially Tiger Woods, man. He's made all them people a lot I'm of money. I'm just saying. He's I, the only th- reason people watch golf. I'll tell you something I don't agree with as well is Laura Ingram telling LeBron to shut up and dribble. That's dumb. You know what I mean? That is, and that's that, what bugs me about that is people act like basketball is just a simple sport and these guys are just going it, out there and not doing anything serious. It's not. It. <laughs> But what what saying, is serious about a game? No, I agree. They play a game, and I and I get that. But my point is, is LeBron James is entitled to his opinion. Yeah, he's yes. entitled to state it however he wants to state it. Yes, and I am entitled to either listen to it or ignore it. Yeah, but I'm not entitled to say he doesn't have the right to state his opinion. Yeah. Max Kessler is not entitled to tell Tiger he doesn't. Have, he has to answer a question a certain way. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's just kind of the point. But that's where we're at today. Yeah. But there are X's and O's in basketball. It's not just dribble and run and shoot. No, and, and that's the it thing. It looks that way Dude, sometimes because hey, it's a fast-paced sport. Did you see it when, like, they asked him that question about, like, the last two minutes of the game and he just – he spot on so-and-so, passed it so-and-so, and, and yeah. went through the whole, like, photographic memory. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Yeah. I mean, they say when he gets into the business room, like – Obviously, he's been taught by somebody or yeah. coached by somebody in that business, and he'll he'll I mean, he'll do and and yeah. I, you know, I, like I said, he handles most situations pretty well. Too. And and the thing is, is most people don't like him because of the Miami thing. Yeah, I mean, you really look at LeBron James well, and, outside and he, of some crying and and all that. And the crying is a lot of it's because he knows that people are going to respond when he cries. Yeah, but so, but the point being is is like. He's not, he doesn't, you know, and hadn't been arrested for drugs. He's with his, you know, high school sweetheart. You no, know, he, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? So you can, I'm like, sure he is. Yeah, I mean, I can't say he's a good dude, but he hadn't done anything in the public eye to he's say not a he's snake a bad like Kevin dude. Durant. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'll tell you this <clears throat> Norris Cole likes him. Yeah. Norris Cole's family likes him. And they're good people. And I like them. Yeah. And I know them, yeah. you know, to be stand up people. So. Yeah. And there are people that I know from Ohio that I respect their opinion a lot. Yeah. Who say that he's a good dude. Yeah. And you, you, know? And you know, and they don't agree. And I, I, from what I understand, they don't agree with his politics all the time either, which they, you're not going to. I've got family members who are on both sides of the fence and judging by Facebook, you know, they're not only are they super political, but they're super outspoken. And, uh, you know, like I said, both sides of the fence, some are screaming, you know, everything pro-Republican, pro-conservative, pro-Trump. Others are the exact opposite. And uh, you know me. Uh, I'm not a super political person about having strong opinions, you know, that I would stand on a soapbox and start screaming at people. But I don't know. I try to listen and pay attention because if someone's that passionate about it, I try to see if they're passionate because they're just crazy and passionate about something they don't understand. Or sometimes they kind of know what they're talking about and you need to listen a little bit. So, What do you think? What are your thoughts on the Kaepernick ad the Kaepernick ad okay so the whole uh what does it say it says Corey wait what it says but what it does says, it say no it says believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything even if it means sacrificing everything it is the dumbest statement that's ever been made in an ad here's because that means that means oh well no matter how stupid or terrible it is as long as you believe in it it's okay <laughs> You know what? You know you know who else believed in something? Hitler. <laughs> Stalin. Hitler on him. Well, here's, Hillary here's Clinton. the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, is it, when it comes to protest, yeah. there's never an ideal time to protest. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's it's going to – a protest by design is going to rub someone the right. wrong way. And if you – and, and let, let, let's look at it from – And it's meant to do that. You got – I mean, the two main – Civil rights leaders, yep, that started it all in the '60s were who? Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King, King Jr. Mm -hmm. and no. Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm right. X came a little bit later, right? But I mean, they were still they they kind of intertwined with they're, each other. They're definitely two of the the before. bigger because Martin Luther King came in with his uh, his message of you know peaceful protesting, and then after a while, Malcolm X came along and said, you know what, the time for peaceful protesting is over. And he have you have he you? Had a, he didn't. I don't know that he was. 
I don't know enough at, about at, him to say whether he was violent, but he was definitely more he aggressive. He was. He was at the beginning. He was. He was more aggressive. He was. He was very. He was barely violent at the beginning. Yeah. But if you start listening to him at the end, he he would deny. He he would he would talk about what he said at the beginning and say I was wrong. Yeah. But that was more from the Muslim standpoint than the uh, the black standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and so, but if you listen to what he said, he says in. Uh, uh, at the end of his life mm-hmm. and, and all that, uh, Malcolm X makes a lot of sense. In yeah. fact, he, if, in fact, if you look at Trump and what he's trying to do as mm-hmm. far as, you know, with his foreign, you know, the nationalism, like, Hey, by, cause, cause a lot of what, uh, Malcolm X, uh, preached or, 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 you know, protested or whatever was, uh, Invest in your community. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah. invest in yourselves, invest in your fellow, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And if there's, you know, a, a person of another race, if they're there to help you mm-hmm. uh, and both of you can benefit, then go for it. Yeah. But be careful because some usually when they come in, they could be a snake and trying to take advantage of it. Yeah. And, all, and that's really all it, what he kind of did. But he had an issue with Martin Luther King Jr. Him and Martin Luther King Jr. kind of butted heads. Because Malcolm X would say, sitting down is a sign of weakness. Yeah. And he goes, it's time for us to stand up and look the man in the eye. And and that's kind of where the, and then they portrayed him to be this violent individual, but he was more of a, if we have to fight, then we fight. Yeah. But I, we're not going to. I, I realize that there is a strength that comes in being able to step forward, look someone in the eye like he's talking about. But you will never hear me saying that anything Martin Luther King did was weak because no, I it agree. takes a ton of strength and, and, and to be peaceful and, when everything around you is, is madly is, violent. I guess what I'm saying is, is I would be interested to see how they approached today's landscape. Yeah. The bottom line is, I think, that everyone needs to realize is, is somebody is benefiting from the divisiveness. Yeah, that's and that's... I don't know if there's you saw someone my, who my, wants us to be divided because they keep pushing this stuff out there. Well, and I don't know that it's a person and I don't, I'm not going to go down your deep state rabbit hole. But here's what I am going to say. I, I, you know, when I tweeted out the other day, everything you love is being exploited. What I mean by that is. Yeah, dude, you were a little like gloomy that week, man. Yeah, I, I get I get like that sometimes. <laughs> um, but anyways, what what I was getting at with everything you love is being exploited is. For everybody that believes in something, there's ten people who want to exploit it. And if you if you don't, you know, know what I'm talking about, look at Jesse Jackson. For you know, Jesse Jackson marched with uh, Martin Luther King Jr. But then people started realizing, you know, in the in the eighties and the nineties especially, Jesse Jackson was capitalizing on it and exploiting um the 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 whole movement. And it's something that he should have held way more sacred than what he did. And and that's terrible. You should never do that. You should never try to benefit off of a cause. You know what I mean? Oh. You should sacrifice for a cause. And that's where, with, with, with Kaepernick, I'll be honest with you, me personally, um, I don't care if someone wants to kneel during the national anthem as a sign of protesting. But then again, the way I see it is, unless you've lost someone um, or been in war, then you cannot understand what that flag means. When I see soldiers look at the flag, they look at it different than I do. And I can't understand that because I haven't lived in that experience. So I stay away from that. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to 
going to go there. But at the same time, you know, I've also, you know, never lived where I've seen social injustice affect me or someone around me either. So I'm not going to put myself in their position. Me personally, it doesn't affect me viscerally like it does other people. So, you know, I'm probably not the best person to ask. But I will say that Colin Kaepernick, in my opinion, has started to look like at times he has exploited this a little bit. And when Nike turned out that they've been paying him, paying him this whole time, it sort of makes to me, and I could be being critical for the wrong reasons, but to me it looks like that statement should not say believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. It should say believe in something even if it means sacrificing something. He did sacrifice something, but he's also gained a lot from it. If he's been getting paid this whole time by Nike, well, here's the, here's, that makes it a little different well, in my here's, opinion. Here's, here's my issue, though. Why wasn't it a problem whenever he was the darling of the 49ers? Well, and that's that's that. Yeah. Here, I don't want to question his motives now. No, question his motives. No, <laughs> I'm just saying like now. But here's what makes it look. Here, now, here's what I don't question, though. The other guys who started kneeling because everybody started seeing it for the wrong thing. And they said, this is not about disrespecting the flag. This is about drawing attention to a right. social injustice that we believe is real. But well, the but the point is statistically is, it isn't. <laughs> but the point is 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 no that's and that's what my whole point is somebody's driving this yeah to 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 gain on it and, somehow and it's, and it's being exploited. But here's the issue with Kaepernick. First off, he was the hottest name in the league. Yeah. So if he had done it when he was one game away from the Super Bowl or actually played in the Super Bowl and had something to lose, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Right. The second thing is is. He sat down the first time he did it. He was sitting on the bench, and it was because he got benched in the game. He wasn't going to be the starter because yeah. he'd been playing so terribly. That's when he did. So whether his intentions are, are pure or not, it looks like he was throwing a fit. Yeah, because he wasn't playing, and then turned it into this social movement to try and save yeah. some face. The third thing is, is at the very beginning when they asked him why he was kneeling because. Apparently, Nate Boyer, who's a uh, veteran yeah. who played for Texas and then went on to the NFL, told him don't sit but to kneel yeah. and kind of advised him all that. So I asked him why he was kneeling, and he said, I'm not going to respect a flag. And I don't know the exact quote, but you can go look it up. That I, I'm not going to stand for a flag that da-da-da-da-da. So anytime someone says he's not, he's not kneeling, He's he's not you know protesting the flag. If you look at his original statements, he was protesting the flag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So point being is the and, and like you said, if Nike's been paying him this entire time to do it, eh. And then the other thing is is you have people going, oh Nike's got all these risk you know analysis and all that. They wouldn't do this if it wasn't going to pay off. Yada yada. Yeah. I'm like, well then it contradicts the statement that you're making. Yeah. Because you're really not sacrificing anything. Yeah, and that's what that's kind of what I'm getting at. I almost worry that Nike is is again exploiting something that oh, should be absolutely. taken more but serious. Thing, but here's the thing: they 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 Tim Tebow. Yeah. They 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 endorsed him when he yeah. was, and he was controversial, different reasons, but he's still controversial, whether you agree with it or not. Yeah. And they 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 endorsed him for the same reason. Yeah. There. there you know is, what I mean? So there, I will say this though, um, because I don't really know on the Colin Kaepernick. I don't know that dude. Uh, but I will say this, you know, racism is not gone, obviously. Mm. It's not gone. Um, the other thing is, um, 
the kind of racism that that maybe that we see and witness uh, is obviously not near as bad as what you know our parents and our grandparents lived through. Um, no, but and but you know, the, but on the other side of the coin, like it goes back to what we talked about a long time ago. Yeah, where we always want to pin the majority. Mm-hmm. on the most extreme worst-case scenario. Yeah. No, I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. 99% of all cops are probably cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yet that but that 1% is what's being yeah. portrayed as oh. as military state. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And all the you. all the black people I know are great people. Yeah. And and you know what I mean? Yeah, we want to take a small population in a suburb somewhere and say that's how they are. Yeah. That's their culture, you know, and all that. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of the. Yeah. I think that. But like I said, somebody's profiting off this division but somehow. What, but what the point I'm trying to get to is this. And, and I could be wrong, but on racism, what I've noticed and a couple things I've read in a book. I, I read a book. It was a really good book. It's about the segregation in my hometown. A guy wrote it. Um and uh, he didn't write it from a standpoint of how rough it was in that area. He actually wrote about how much he, you know, loved his old high school that he went to and, and everything. And, you know, it was during segregation, so it was an all-black school. Um, but he said that it was weird that at the time you would go into a restaurant and the white people would not sit in the same restaurant as a black person and eat next to them, but yet they were okay with eating the food that the black person prepared in the back so racism never really made sense why it, ne- it still doesn't you make know sense. it never makes sense and the people who are racist they don't realize how how they they don't make sense and they're being ridiculous but yet it, it continues to go on and it continues to go on and now it seems to be like it's more about culture and i think maybe that's what it always was about it's this this group is holding on to this culture this group is promoting this culture and maybe the two cultures are button heads, but it all comes down to culture. This person, this group doesn't want this culture bleeding in and influencing culture what they vulture. love. And it's all about culture. It's they, they want what they know and what they like and what they love, and they don't want it to see it changing. Yeah. Well, I had to sit through a uh, three-hour class that our department put on about yeah. implicit and explicit yeah. bias. And a yeah. lot of it is just biases that are, I think are perceived as being racist. Yes. Like if you go to a place and there's 15 white people and 15 black people, you're probably more likely to go to the side where all the white people are because it's familiar and it's the same as you. Yeah, and a you white, may not even no, realize you're doing it. But a it's white just, per, No, a white person is. What? A white person is going to go to the white person's side. Yeah, that's what But I'm a saying. black person is going to go to the black person's side. That's right. what he's saying. Yeah. No, it's I just, get what he's just, saying. It's just a bias. You just, but that's my point. Yeah. Is you said they're going to go to the white side, but that's... The point being is, is is that's just who you're comfortable with, right? That's a bias. It's, it it's a bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but it's not the, racist. But, but the different, right? But an explicit bias is, yeah. Like you, like projecting that onto an individual. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I'm going over there because I'm I, white. Like that's, uh, that's going all Clayton Bigsby on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I, but I think what's what's happened now is those implicit biases are being perceived as racist. Like people are just taking it to the extreme every single time. So if I walk yeah. into a restaurant and I go to the side where there's 15 white people, then I'm immediately perceived as racist, yeah. regardless of whether or not it's just because there's an open booth. Like, I don't care, but people are going to see it that way. Yeah. Or just because I throw on a uniform, people think I'm racist. You know, it, it's goofy. It's dumb, and it's not driven by any type of statistic yeah, or any type of reality. It's you're just, definitely probably more 
Oh, I'm in, in it, it than we are. I'm in it deep. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, being being a cop, you definitely have uh have a, a way different experience being on this, you know, this whole thing. So yeah. But the me player here, me being you know a surveyor, I, think, I don't deal with it on a day to day. You know basis. what I think? Stupid though. What's that? Burning your Nikes. For real, give them away, man. There's it's poor people all over the place. Hey, guess what? You burning your Nikes? Yeah. That's that's my issue. You burning your Nikes does nothing to Nike. No. You already, you've you already, already given them your You've money. already paid for that. <laughs> stupid. Hey, here's hey. the thing. So many people. What, you going to mow the yard in no, now? No, <laughs> here's the thing. So many people are so stupid because they want to try and have that Facebook hey. thing. Yeah. That, oh, do, yes. do it organically like I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're trying to go viral. There's this one where this this veteran like comes up and he's got like 400 American flags and he's like, take down your flags. We're not going to, you know, so he reads this neighbor thing, you know, that some, this neighbor left this on my door and he read this whole spiel about how we don't stand for a, a flag that represents hate, blah, 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 take them down or we'll take them down for you. And you know, he'll show, you know, he'll. And by yeah. the way, the chances that that actually happened are probably zero. Zero, man. No zero. one cares about his American flag. Yeah. That man put that note on his thing himself. To get riled up. To, to, to put it to on rile, Facebook to rile people up. Rile and people that's up. my point. My point is, yep. is every time you see something like this, there. guess what? Everyone was riled up about Starbucks because they took Merry Christmas off the cuffs. Yeah. Guess what? You're still buying Starbucks. Ain't it? Everyone was riled up because Target was like, maybe we should let dudes go in the women's restroom. And guess what? People are still going yep. to Target. You're not, you know, everyone's riled up because uh, the founder of Chick-fil-A said that he believes this is what marriage is. And guess what? People are still going to Chick-fil-A. Right. And for the, every every person that quits doing something for one of those goofy reasons, there's at least one person for that person exactly. that, that does it for that goofy In-N-Out reason. In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. Donated twenty five grand to the GOP. Yeah. Guess what? Boycott. They yeah. California said let's boycott In and Out Burger. <laughs> and guess what? They having record numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They suck though. Whataburger's ten times better. There you go. But you know what I mean though? But that's the point. Is like what you think you're doing by burning your Nikes is nothing. I will say one of the funniest things I've seen is these are the Nikes everybody's burning. It was a pair of just straight dad looking Air Nikes. Monarchs. <laughs> yeah, the Air Monarchs. It's like, dude, no, exactly. Ain't nobody burning Air Force Ones exactly. out here. <laughs> you, yeah, they're not putting the new J's on and burning them. You know, and, and that, that's the fallacy. And, but here's yeah. the thing. You have options. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kanye and J.J. Watt, Adidas and, 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 and Reebok. So if that's who you want to support, Adidas and Reebok are yours. You Go know what I mean? It. Yeah. You got you got Nike with this campaign. You got the face of Under Armour yeah. and Steph Curry saying he's not going to the White House. So if you want to support that side of it, you got two brands to go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bottom line is they're billion dollar companies. Yeah. They've been around forever. Yeah. They're gonna be around. You burning your Nikes in your front yard is nothing. Guess what? You burning your LeBron jersey, he doesn't care. No. He know, he's, he, he, he's, he's wiping his tears with the royalty check he got from you buying that jersey. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. He'll just switch teams and sell another that exactly. many jerseys. It's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh. And I, I hate this whole, like... It's just I'm such an overreaction. It's I'm so gonna, dramatic. Exactly. It's just overdramatic, and it's acting like I'm gonna children. I'm going to be a drama queen yeah. on social media to try and... Well, that's what you get when you got, I mean, that's just the society we live in because of the, uh, 
how quickly you can put your brand out because social media now you're branding yourself constantly. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, people are just selling themselves out there, man. They're yeah. all sellouts. But speaking of not selling out, what's that? Someone sold out, realized they sold out, and then came back to what made them probably one of the greatest. Talking about kamikaze. Talking about my boy Eminem. Eminem, okay. <laughs> Eminem comes out, drops, doesn't announce it. Yeah. Like, have you been Eminem since day one? Yeah. All right. Were you wearing the white t-shirt and blue jeans around? Mm -hmm. Did you bleach your hair? Were you the real Slim Shady? I, I, dude, I bumped Slim Shady pulling into the high school parking lot. Yeah. 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 My name is. <laughs> my name. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, so. And I've been a fan of his forever. Yeah. You know, and probably one of my top, definitely in my top five rapping. Maybe yeah. my top rapper. I don't know that I love his rap as much as he's just awesome when he goes off on someone. And that's the thing, man. But I'm not a big rap his guy. Last, his last album, Relapse, yeah. wasn't that great. It was highly anticipated. Yeah. Now, there's now I'm not going to be like everyone and be like, the whole thing's whack. I mean, yeah. there were some good parts of it. But apparently... He reads what people say about him. He gets very often. <laughs> <laughs> gets inspired. <laughs> and so he so imagine me waking up August thirty first. Yeah. Scrolling through my Twitter feed while I'm dropping my morning deuce <laughs> and seeing Eminem trending. Yeah. And I always get nervous because I saw Celeste Stallone trending one time and you, it's a 50-50 shot these days. That they're they a pervert. Could, they could be dead. They could be a pervert. They yeah. could be, you know, whatever. Or they could be coming out with Rambo 5. They could be coming out with Creed 2. <laughs> or, in this case, yeah, he dropped an album overnight unexpectedly. Oh, wow. And so I went, I've listened to it all the way through probably about five times now. And is he just listing everybody oh, that is in trouble now? Dude, I mean, he just, the best part about this album. Yeah. Because the mumble rap, we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast, how it's more about the beats and less yeah, about what the people are saying. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I, I honestly <clears throat> haven't listened to a lot of the newer rap. Uh, most of any rap I listen to is, is like old school hip hop, man. Right. And so what he does, though, because they're like Offset and Tech 6 9 uh, and or or uh whatever his name is Takashi Takashi 69 and and you know like uh Migos and Lil Pump and Lil Yachty and those and guys And see I'm going to be honest with you I Have I, you heard of any of those dudes? I haven't heard of them but I've seen their pictures because you know this has been trending and, and I do yeah. have Twitter and they look like little kids who went and got their faces yeah. tatted. And, they, and, but here's the best part. And he does. He calls them out. He basically says that. Yeah. yeah but here's the best you're part. You're a little suburban rich kid that's trying to act like exactly. you're somebody. Here's the best part. He takes the song, the beats that made their songs oh, like, yeah? shoot up and rapped over them. Oh, wow. In parts Showed of them it. how to do it. And he did it, in, to, did it to, to, to. And he hit the beats. I hate saying diss, man, because it's such a stupid word. Yeah. But, but that's he what does it, it to that's mock him. He does it to mock him. Yeah. yeah he does yeah. it to mock him. And so, dude, angry Eminem is the Eminem you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here, and, <clears throat> and and I, uh, like I said, I, I'm okay with uh, with when he, he's going off on people. I just, I never got into Eminem as, you know, as far as just listening to his rap or anything like that. But I always like it when he goes off on people because it's usually funny. 
one thing I will give him credit for is just he he just makes things rhyme that you're like, how did he how did he work all that together? How did he say all those words and make them flow oh, so that, perfectly? That's, yeah, he's one of the greatest lyricists of all time. How does he do that? You know, and, now he and I remember after, that was the first time I heard him was when he was on Dre's album, and he's over there telling that story. I can't tell it because it's all yeah. <laughs> but beyond yeah, no, our range. Right, but he's like, but you know, he's he's telling that story, you know, about the lady and her dogs, and yeah, <laughs> and how he's gonna burn the house down, right. and, and he makes it all flow so perfectly. And you think, how did he just? Give you that much detail and tell you that much and make it all flow there's a, so perfect. There's a YouTube channel that breaks down lyrics, yeah, and kind of shows you how not only what he's saying when he says this, well, but how he broke down the the you know here's the beat and here's how here's the rhyme scheme, yeah, and all that. And I mean, you try and follow how he did it is stupid, but it yeah. sounds so good. Well, and that's the thing is is there's an art to it. You know, it's no, not definitely. It, it's, yeah. And it's not it's not me just sitting down going, oh, let's write, you know, a few lines. Yeah. And then I can. No, there's you got to know the beat, the music. You got to know all the, the different and, parts and, that are hitting and, 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 and how you're going to rhyme it because you have because because that's one thing that that he didn't Eminem didn't say Royce Royce uh, Royce five nine, which mm-hmm. was on one of the songs talked. He basically called uh, called these new rappers uh, Dr. Seuss rappers. Yeah, because they have very simple rhymes, A B A B or A A B B, yeah, know, that kind of rhyme scheme, yeah. and so he, he that's essentially what he's mocking, uh, and dude, dude, you know they have they have battles and stuff. Uh, my friend Marcus, uh, his uh, one of his buddies, DJ DL, he's a he's a DJ. He does those b boy battles, the break dancing, mm-hmm. and then they I think he's done some MC battles too, but it's all about. You know, like take the B boys that they're called beat boys. That's where the B boy comes from. But it's all about hearing the beat, understanding the beat, and being able to anticipate what's going on, and knowing how to do all of your your dancing to that. Um, it's not just doing a bunch of crazy right. dances and right. being acrobatic and everything like it gets portrayed. Sometimes it's there's an art to it, and you know, same thing with scratching and everything else. It's there's an art to it, and you know, it's yeah, music. Yeah, that's all. And and so because of Marcus, I started. Like I said, instead of listening to new stuff, I've kind of gone back in time. I'm I'm listening to old Grandmaster Flash stuff because you know that's when they all started yeah, doing the and that's uh, the thing, man. The, a... the B boys started dancing. That's when the uh, the MCs you know were doing all the rapping. That's when hip hop really you know exploded. Was in the late seventies, early eighties, and you know that's the kind of hip hop I'm kind of familiar with. But mainly because when Marcus started showing that to me, I was like, man, I didn't understand anything about hip hop because I grew up with Snoop Dogg and Tupac, you know. And, I thought they were pretty awesome, but you know, I didn't understand what was going on other than it just sounded awesome. They were saying crazy cool stuff, but yeah, no, it's good, man. Like I said, he goes off on all the, the mumble rappers. Yeah. For lack of a better. There's term. some legit B boys in this area too, I'll by the way. You, really? We yeah. Need to go find them. We get dude, I, I've gone to some of the battles. There's a few different people that put on battles. Um, the black sheep tribe and a few others. Uh, I saw Mike bone out there. Who? Funny bone and little Mike. You have to look them up sometime, man. They're pretty awesome. They're uh, they're native rappers, and they do rapping and dancing. Now they do Little John style, kind of like crunk. If this, is that what it's called, crunk? Anyways, you can see them at the Old Paris Flea yeah. Market. They uh, they sell their CDs and they'll perform and stuff. They're, they've been on uh, what's the one with Howard Stern? America's Got Talent. Yeah, they were on that one time. They've got a song oh, really? called "Do the Rain Dance." You have to check them out sometime, man. <laughs> Mike Bone, Mike Bone. But no, so Eminem. Anyway, so they're, Eminem, they're Oklahoma City guys. Eminem listed a ton of people. Yeah, right, a ton. 
Now, probably the most formidable one that he he listed was a guy named Joe Budden. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No. Eminem had a created a, uh, essentially a side band that he wasn't a part of, but he kind of helped support called Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Uh, with Royce Five Nine and somebody, you know, D Twelve. I don't. I'll be honest with you. In no music genre do I know anything that's come out in the last five to ten years. Well, D Twelve is back in the early two thousand. G Unit, Fifty Cent. I know G-Unit and 50 Cent. Okay, D12 is like Eminem's version of okay. G-Unit, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm an then, old grandpa, man. Don't forget yeah. that about me. Then you have then you have Slaughterhouse. Well, Joe Budden was part of Slaughterhouse, but he retired. Okay. And so he went into podcasting. I do and remember D12. Complex. I do remember D12. Yeah. So Slaughterhouse is kind of like that. Yeah. But he, Joe Budden went into podcasting, and he retired from rapping and all that. He called Eminem's last wag, album whack. No. Oh. Uh, and sorry about you. Eminem went on Joe Budden. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Now the cool thing about it is, is he went in on Joe Budden. Yeah. And the rumor is, is Joe Budden's now in the studio to make a response. Oh. Which is great for rap because Budden's a legitimate. Yeah. Rapper. Now MGK. <clears throat> terrible. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Who's got? He he's better than a lot of the people getting a lot of the hype right now. He's definitely better than Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. But is Takashi Six Nine the one that was trying to sing yeah, that one time? Yeah, that's okay. that, that's why that's why I keep bringing him up because you know you're probably <laughs> familiar with him. He's terrible. Oh yeah. Here's the funny part: you can YouTube Takashi Six Nine responds to Eminem. Yeah. And he's terrible. And it's even worse. Oh, it's oh. Horrible, he digs a bigger Have you hole. Seen it? Yeah, it's awful. Like he, it's he, so he, dumb. Like the first off, it starts off terribly. Yeah. Like I'm the best, and I lay people down, you know, and all that. Yeah. And then he gets caught, and he can't figure it out, and he yeah. stumbles over it. I'm like, this dude has no shame because he puts it out there. Because you know there's like that approval. Like you can record yourself doing it and then approve whether it goes out or not. Yeah. No. Hey. what? Or he tried to do it live. Like, dude, you're going to have millions of people watching you on the spot. Yeah. Freestyling's hard, though. So, you know, maybe it's just hard. But MGK, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Is he good? Did he have a good comeback? No. It, it was terrible. Was it? I would say... I'm going to go home and Google all this. All right, I'm going to tell you this. If it wasn't Eminem, yeah. it might be good. Mm, yeah. I mean, if he was, like, going in on some YouTuber, maybe. Well, yeah, if he was going in on, like, a Takashi 6 9 or something like that. Yeah. The- may, if he Even if he was good, because he went in a little bit on uh, this rapper named G-Eazy, yeah. who's good. But I'd say that's more of his level. Yeah. So it's it's good, but it's not that just next level good. Yeah. The What's bottom, it? but the it's, it's great. I'm glad he responded because, cool. because it means another one's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, how many of these, these guys, I mean, I know a big part of what they're doing when they do these diss tracks and they act like they're super hard and they say all these things about how hard they are and how soft everybody else is. How many of them are actually anything more than just little twerps or, Actual gangsters or what? I'll tell you this, man. Because I'm going to tell you about the realest man that ever walked this planet. His name is Billy Joe Shaver. He's from Texas. He wrote pretty much all the songs that made Waylon famous in the beginning that started the outlaw movement. What right. they called the, the outlaw movement, yeah. Waylon, Willie and the Boys and all uh-huh. that. Well, Waylon was obviously popular, but he, uh, he did an album of Billy Joe Shaver songs, and that's what really kicked the outlaw movement on. Billy Joe Shaver was leaving a bar one night and got into an altercation with a man in the parking lot, and I guess the guy pulled a knife, so Billy Joe pulled the gun and said, where do you want it? And then shot him. 
They said they said people in the in the back all they heard was where do you want it boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's gangster. You, yep, you had to look up that's Billy. That's OG G- then. You had to look up. And then he wrote a song. No, most of them. Then are. he wrote a song about it. I think called the Wacko from Waco. <laughs> yeah, most. I would say most of the guys aren't. Yeah. Some of them are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. I'll tell you this, man. I. I like DMX. <clears throat> but I th- I think some of the stuff that he talks about. Yeah. Really happened. You do, and that's th- extremely scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely scary. Like, surely he didn't do that. Yeah, so. Why are you hollering? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what do you think, Kamikaze reaction, Corey? My reaction to it? Yeah, I listened to it. I I thought it was fine. I I think the way he goes in on it reminded me of old Eminem when he used to go yeah, in on people. Yeah, that's what people liked, and that's what I liked. Like you yeah. said, angry Eminem's better than. I'm finally out of rehab, then, Eminem. Yeah. No, it's it. Angry Eminem is yeah. better than. Hey, let's collab with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. you know what <laughs> Let, I mean. Let's, let's get <laughs> Sorry. let's get Rihanna. Let's get Rihanna out of there. Not, now, yeah. some of the stuff with Rihanna was good, like Monster and all that. Like the album nah. with with, with no, Monster and all that. But like this past one, it's just I don't know. It was weak. His last one was weak. Yeah, but this this one's a lot better. But I, what's funny is everybody that's trying to go back in on Eminem, like within their disses, like, listen, man, I know you're the best. You're the best of all time. Yeah. But, but now I hate you. Yeah. And it's like, what? What? Dude. Because <laughs> a, a lot of respect yeah. in that diss. Even Machine Gun Kelly. Like, was, Machine Gun Kelly, half his comeback was, now nah, I'll admit that you're the greatest. <laughs> and you're like, no, man, you missed this whole, I'll, like. I'll admit that you're dude, the greatest and you're better so, than me. It's, it's so But dumb. I got to talk Cause, trash. Because the thing is, I mean. Eminem may get worse and worse until he's just not legitimate anymore, but his old stuff is still going to be remembered as being yeah. the oh, greatest. Yeah, some of the greatest rap, especially from a white rapper to ever come yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Cube was legit, too. Did y'all yeah. listen to Cube? Cube, dude. I watched Straight Out of Compton yeah. on the way to. I watched That Straight was eye opening, wasn't it? Check it. I watched it on a plane out to LA. Did you watch. Uh, what was the one with Chris Rock? CB4 right yeah. after it? No. I, that, <laughs> but I watched Straight Out Compton, and yeah. I had forgotten that that essentially Dr. Dre made all the beats. Dre's beats, Cube's and lyrics. And Cube did all the lyrics. And then Easy e just brought the real to it because he yeah. was the gangster. He, he was, he was the, the drug, drug dealing gangster. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And, well, I mean, you know, they had they had two other guys. I don't remember much about them, but. No, they had one other guy. One other guy? Okay. Yeah. I thought they he, had yeah. a guy that, that – that, didn't they have a guy that did the – That was Dre. Okay. Dre yeah. was the producer, so he did all the scratching and all he that. He did all the scratching and all and the sound. They, yeah, he didn't want to rap on it. But, yeah. you know, and so he had the song, Rolling Up the Street in My Six Foe. Yeah. And uh, that was actually – Dre wrote it, but or, or Cube wrote it, but they brought – but Easy was just paying for the record, the yeah. studio time and all that. And so Dre goes, hey, get on the mic and, and rap this. So he does it. And he's like, okay, say it like this. And yeah. he kind of coached him through it. Mm-hmm. And there you go. I remember in that song, Dope Man, he's like, I'm the dope man. Yeah, boy, wear corduroy. Money up to here and I'm unemployed. <laughs> that's, that, that's my point, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. I'm, I, I like it. I'm glad it's out. Okay, well. Listen to it on the way here, actually. When we do our next podcast, or actually when this one drops, will Corey still have a beard? Uh, the sad, sad answer to that is no. Can my, you have a mustache? My cool guy, 
days are over. Can you yeah, a, I can have a, I can have a mustache. Then, then I I say rock the Burt Reynolds for a couple weeks. So my plan my plan is to shave it down to like the uh, the Henry Cavill from Mission Impossible, where you have like a yeah. two or three day growth on there, and you have a really big mustache. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I know what you're talking of about. Cor- of course not. It hasn't been three years yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it's no. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna try. Yeah. I'm gonna try the the like a ginger version of. Uh, Henry Cavill. We'll see okay. how that works. And if that doesn't work, then it's all just coming. Speaking of ginger version with a beard. What's up? Did y'all hear about that veteran in the GoFundMe page? Nope. I say that because the dude had a huge red beard. Yeah. All right. I think last Thanksgiving, um, a, a lady ran out of gas. Yeah. Or was running out of gas. And this homeless veteran gave her his last $20 so she could put gas in her tank and go home. That's right? the way to be. So good dude. Yeah. So her and her boyfriend, which if, and, and, you know, I always, uh, you know, I'll say don't judge a book by the cover. Yeah. But these kind of look like some shady people. No, The no. girlfriend and her boyfriend. But they wanted to help the guy out. Yeah. So they put the story out there, uh, created a GoFundMe page for the guy. It goes viral. It gets on Good Morning America and all these Fox News stations and all that. Mm-hmm. ABC, NBC. I mean, it hits the mainstream, and they end up raising four hundred thousand dollars for this guy. Yeah, via GoFundMe. Awesome, right? That's a lot of money. So fast forward. Oh, great story! You know, everyone's tearing up. Everyone who gave money thinks they're doing something good, right? Yeah. Story comes out last week that he's suing them. What? Because you ruined my life. He has never. He didn't see the four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, whoa! So he sued him for the four hundred grand, right? Yeah. So now, so at the time it was, uh, he said, she said, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So they come out and they say, uh, we gave him twenty five grand, um, because we didn't want him to use it on drugs and all that, <laughs> right? Twenty five grand to buy a lot of drugs, though. But that, that's and that's the point, you know. That's a, that's a now, whack excuse. Me personally, if you you raise money with you exploit this guy to raise money. You give him it's all. Not, it's not your money. responsibility yeah. to determine how he spends it. So they gave him seventy five grand, or seventy five grand later, and he bought a camper and a truck or SUV to pull it with. Yeah. So that's three hundred grand they that they still raised that they own. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's what he sued them for. Yeah. And so. Uh, he kind of put it out there. Three lawyers are working pro bono on the case to get it. The boyfriend that, you know, they try and make it out like we're trying to help him and that's why we're holding the money. And they go, did you ever spend the money? He goes, well, I paid off a $500 debt with it, which leads me to believe like, eh, cause they're like, you know, so Anyway, so the guy goes, basically, they bought a Beamer and been taking they're, lavish hey, vacations. They're, they're like Dumb and Dumber. They're going to bust out a briefcase full of IOUs. <laughs> exactly. That's as good as but money. But that's what happened, man, is essentially they they she she she's a receptionist and he's a carpenter. Yeah. And she has a brand new Beamer and they took lavish vacations, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And so and they, so they tried to make it like, yeah, we bought that stuff ourselves. Yada, we didn't want him to go drug it up, so we, mm-hmm. we held it. Right, so he took him to court. Yeah. Well, they took him to court, and the judge goes, you need to give him the remainder of the money, and you need to bring me an itemized list of the GoFundMe page so I can see every penny that was donated for this man. Yeah. You know, And then the GoFundMe, I don't know if they keep a certain amount or whatever. Yeah. 
Well, it came out today. They have zero dollars of it. Mm-hmm. Zero dollars mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on Twitter this afternoon. They started the, GoFundMe to pay the guy? No. <laughs> what they do have, though, is they have a... Uh, they had a search warrant to search the house. Oh. And they so they, they repoed the, the Beamer, and they went in the house, and, and they were just walking out with bags of stuff. Yeah, wow. So. Well, the moral of the story, guys, of this whole podcast, don't be jerks. Don't exploit each other. Exactly, man. All right. Be nice. And it's be, not that hard. And, and here's the don't thing, judge man. everything so harshly. Don't overreact to everything. But here's the thing, man. Again, people just trying to do some good in the world. GoFundMe's a good thing, I man. I know. I know people who have had funerals paid for it. Yep. My niece, when my aunt died unexpectedly, they ran a GoFundMe page, mm-hmm. a GoFundMe campaign, so that she was either graduating high school or a year from graduating high school. Yeah. And so she was. So she tragic. Was, yeah, and that was her mom. Yeah. She was the only one living with me, a single mom, only one living with her. So it was either going to be, uh, so it was going to help pay for the funeral and it was going to give her some cash to go off to college on and all yeah. that, you know, to kind of, you know, because of everything's going on. Yeah. And, uh, and it worked out great. People gave money. Yeah. It was that's a great. Good thing. You know what I mean? It was a good thing. But then you have people like this who are going to put a bad name on. Now you're going to look at every GoFundMe page. Even people with the purest of intentions and be like, yeah. hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you something that, that was a revelation to me, and then let's we probably need to wrap this thing up. I had a friend tell me one time, he's like, you know, Tug, we go through life thinking that we're a good person that does piece of crap things every now and then, never realizing we're a piece of crap that does good things every now and then. So I think everybody needs to go home, look themselves deep in the mirror, and decide, are you this good person you think you are, or do you need to be a little bit more honest with yourself? That's Deep, Tucker. Jeffrey. Goodness Tucker gracious. coming deep. Boom. All I know is next week I'm going to be a clean-shaven piece of crap. <laughs> going to look like Dude. a... Going to look like a little weirdo. A little baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be horrible. You know what? The worst thing about shaving your beard off is you're going to see this guy and you're going to want to punch him in his nerdy mouth and you're going to realize it's you uh, in the mirror. Yeah. No, it is. It is hard. You always, it doesn't matter how normal you look without a beard. When you shave the beard off, you think your chin shrunk three sizes. You seriously, you feel like your face is just way shorter than it used to be because your beard hangs down, man. Well, no, it throws you off. I haven't had a beard in a long time. Yeah. My beard story. I I grew up, I grew a beard for about a year before my daughter was born. Yeah. And the night before. Now, mind you, this is the night before my daughter was, because they're going to induce my wife the next day. Like, mm-hmm. so it's guaranteed she was being born the next day. Yeah. The night before, I had the whole beard. I shaved nothing but the chin. Oh so I had God. chops that came into a Fu Man chew. <laughs> oh, my dude, goodness. Dude, I look like a pro wrestler. Oh, man. It, was ter- it was terrible. <laughs> I, 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 think I have I was, a picture of me with a mohawk and a similar beard cut. Yeah, I look like. I was trying to be with the Road Warriors because I wanted I wanted I always want my pictures to be the worst. Like I want people to look back at these pictures and be like, "What mm-hmm. is Dad or Uncle Josh doing?" Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Never happened. My yep. wife always made me shave it. 
Wives. Except for your daughter. Why? Then I'm rocking the killer stash. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this beard. Mine comes and goes, man. I get tired of it and I shave it. Yeah, it's too itchy for me. I stay clean shaven. You got to put more time into it, man. About, about a month and a half. Not that patient. month Not and a half, patient. but it's fine. Anyway, that's it. Top of the dochain.com. Hit us up, social media, dochain88. My dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Cutie Is now. that your intro and the outro? <laughs> Just cue the outro, man. Get out of here. My dude. <laughs>